1: Between 1982 and 1985, a group of three men carried out dozens of assaults in the Brabant region of Belgium, primarily targeting supermarkets, in addition to other types of stores and locales. These three men stole weapons, vehicles, groceries, and small amounts of money in their quest to spread panic and violence. These three men were given nicknames in the press. The Giant, The Killer, and The Old Man. Descriptions of the three men were spread throughout most of Europe in the hopes of identifying them, but that would prove unsuccessful over the following decades. Following a particularly violent spree in 1985, which culminated in the trio attacking two supermarkets in a single day, wounding several and killing eight people, the madmen seemed to disappear for good. Their motives would remain just as mysterious as their identities, with investigators from several nations being unable to determine whether or not they were violent thieves or terrorists. Nonetheless, the story of the Brabant Killers, also known as de Bende van Nievel, continues to haunt the region they originally struck, which is in close proximity to the city of Brussels. Almost every Belgian law enforcement entity has taken a crack at this investigation, but come up empty. Which, as you can imagine, has only amplified the decades worth of conspiracy theories surrounding the case. Which ranges from everything between right-wing extremism and Point Break-esque bank robbers. Despite several years of non-answers, a few developments over recent months have started to make those conspiracy theories look more and more like a realistic possibility. When I last spoke to you about the Brabant Killers, back in January of this year, 2019, I told you that an ex-police officer had been arrested on suspicions of derailing the original investigation. Well, we have since learned more about that line of inquiry, and have been given a few more questions with the subsequent suicide of another police officer. Roger Romilar was a 78-year-old retired detective who had worked for the Alst Police Department. He had originally worked on the Brabant Killer investigation in the mid 1980s alongside a couple of colleagues, who will come up in just a moment. Romilar worked underneath Freddy Troke, whose name you might recall from my original five part series. Troke was a local judge that oversaw the investigation for several years, centering his main lines of inquiry around a local criminal named Philip Disterica, a local gangster that was affiliated with a ragtag criminal organization that he headed. Roger Romelar worked with this unit for some time, but even after his retirement from the police department many years later, he remained active in the hunt for the Robin killers. He showed up at press events, including the release of a movie in 2018, and continued giving theories over to investigators. One of his most notable theories was proposed roughly five years ago. In which Romelar approached the investigators handling the case at the time, and theorized that a bag of weapons and ammunition found in a body of water might have been planted there. This bag of evidence was one of the only major leads investigators would uncover in the case, but was found roughly one year after the Brabant Killer crime spree came to an end. Romelar thought that this evidence might have been planted there to derail the investigation, and was later proven somewhat correct. Scientific analysis would show that the bag of weapons and ammo had been there for less than seven days when it was discovered in November of 1986. It has been alleged that he was the only detective to propose this theory at the time, and he did so several years after his retirement. Following his retirement several years ago, Romilar remained as active in the investigation as he possibly could be. However, he seemed to be growing restless in recent months, especially when news began to break about this investigation in January of this year, 2019. In January of 2019, a little over one month ago, as of this episode's recording, it was announced that Belgian authorities had a former police officer in custody. This officer, identified only as 61-year-old Philippe V, was joined shortly thereafter by another former cop, another retired detective, listed as being a 70-year-old investigator nicknamed Francois A. Both of these arrested officers were former colleagues of Roger Romelard's, who worked with him in the time period of 1986, the immediate aftermath of the Brabant Killer crime spree. They were all part of the team that discovered the bag of weapons and ammunition in the canal later that year. And now, several decades later, Two of them were alleged to have been involved in intentionally derailing the investigation. It was even being claimed by some in the press that these two former police officers had potentially planted the bag of evidence they had found, as it had always been described as a quote-unquote miracle find. After all, that body of water had been checked for evidence at least twice, and then a year later they happened to just find the evidence on a whim? It never really sat right with officials. so. How does this relate to 78-year-old Roger Romilar? Well, in the days after the arrest of his two former colleagues, Romilar's anxiety became evident to those that knew him. He was always described as restless, but that seemed to amplify itself significantly in the days after the arrest of his two former co-workers. Some have attributed this to some health-related issues he had been facing in the prior months, but he became noticeably unhinged and anxious following this news. And he would not communicate with anyone why he felt this way. Not even with his adult children, who were worried about him. On February 1st, 2019, just days after the news of these two arrests were announced, Roger Romilar made the decision to take his own life. He wrote a suicide letter that was described as being very formal and impersonal, but did not make any obvious connections to the recent arrest or his former colleagues. In addition, he did not seem to give a reason for his suicide, which only led to more questions from his loved ones and investigators. In the weeks since my last update about this case, the two arrested officers, Philippe V and Francois A., have been released from custody. They are not deemed to be flight risks, but are both still being actively investigated as potential persons of interest and are being actively monitored by detectives. In the middle of February, it was announced that these two men had refused to cooperate with the ongoing investigation. In particular, they had refused to release the name of the tipster that told them about the bag of weapons and ammunition they found in November of 1986. Even though they were speaking to the current investigators, of whom that information would be incredibly prudent, they refused to divulge their source, which seemed to only further incriminate themselves. Only time will tell whether or not any more information can be gleaned from these two former officers. But attention is now being paid to Roger Romelar, whose suicide has sparked all kinds of speculation that harkens back to the numerous conspiracy theories I covered in my original series. Many believe that these recent developments are continued proof of a police cover-up, or something like that, as he is the second detective to take his life, with the first being a detective that killed himself back in 1994. Investigators have begun looking into the life of Roger Romilar for any connection to his two former colleagues. And, as you can imagine, there remains plenty of work to be done on that front. Even though there seems to be a new front for investigators to scope out, the case of the Brabant Killers, unfortunately, remains unresolved for now.